Okay, kids. Let's, let's begin. Go. There has been an awakening. Have you fucking found it? Hello, what have we here? These guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Oh. Thanks for the three penis face or Archie Dickhead. Hello there. It's enough. It's been enough. <laughs> What's up, nerds? Force with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am Mopar. I am Commander Cody. We are back at it finally in the studio. It took us 14 parsecs. 12! 12! 14. 14, you f- Yeah, it's been a bit. We know we recorded on New Year's at your place, kind of haggard. We recorded last week while you were on the road, kind of haggard, and now we're finally back. And then next week, we have to record haggard again. It's true. Consistency doesn't exist in adult lives. Can't do it. Wait till we have younglings. <laughs> they'll just they'll sit- be the ones recording. They'll just be sitting in the back. They'll be stuck in like a Darth Vader crib in the back. Just like, <laughs> Stop yelling! I'll hire a droid to like rock the grid back and forth while you record the podcast yeah episode 219 coming at you yeah um would have been really cool if we did 220 yesterday on 2 2020 in 2020 yeah but we didn't so that takes preparation just saying if we had been more yeah more prepped we could have done that but here we are that's all right travis dunn says we have to add i have spoken to the intro music i have spoken i agree that or this is the way. We suspect. Or that could, that should be the end. I've spoken. I've sp- I've spacking. The ability. Spacking, I have. Um, how's life? How you feeling? It's good. It was nice today. Nice yesterday. Yeah, surprisingly, like sixty. Finally, but yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, out of the monotony of the overcast skies here, which gets to you. It definitely does. Mm, it's true. I'm a I'm a fan of winter, but if there's no snow and it's just gray. It's kind of like, what are we doing here? Yeah, the bland, very bland. Good excuses to stay inside and play Skyrim, though. You you said it. I did. You can't complain about that. Uh, speaking of video games, Battlefront 2 uh, released BB-8 and BB-90. I was going to skip it because I haven't played it yet, so I can't speak about any of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I haven't played it. I just saw some YouTube stuff from Battlefront updates. And it's almost... I'm happy that they're not overly powerful. They never the weird, listen. The weird thing is he, he described it as like BB-8 is actually a little more offensive. Yep. And BB-9 is a little more defensive. That's what I heard. So, uh, yeah, I'm okay with it. And there's like a, a whip attack from BB-8. And BB-9 has like a, a spin electrocute attack. But um, I'm just glad... an interesting glad, take, that's for sure. I'm just glad they're not overpowerful. Uh, and they're, they're a... Abilities make sense, uh, and their advantages are they're small. It's like the odd job of, of uh, Battlefront 2. They're hard to hit, man. They're flying around. Well, along with Yoda as well, yeah. Yeah. If I have to aim down at you before I shoot... Yoda's so hard to kill. He's probably the hero that I have the most trouble with. Him or Palpatine? Or Boba. Boba's flying the fuck around. I'm like, just land, dude. Nah, you just use Finn and use Deadeye, and he's fucking dead. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I've been playing some heroes, man. I've been I've been liking Battlefront. Um, we talked about it and talked about it. Co-op's good, but the new heroes, or excuse me, the new um, reinforcements, the aerial and the Sith trooper 
and the two guys for the resistance. I can't remember the species names, but oh, the the fucking bombardment that one guy. Yeah, has? the Jesus. orbital strike, or whatever. Yeah, uh, no, all the new reinforcements are good. So I've been having fun. I think the jet trooper is my favorite. Yeah, Goom. I actually like Goom. the the Sith Goom. the Sith trooper, the enforcer. Yeah, pretty cool. They are still missing out on about fifty percent of decent heroes, but uh, that's for another day. This reminds me of Beastman and Skeletor. Beastman, do you? Nope. <laughs> uh, so I did pose a question that we're going to be getting to a little later, and uh, it was the basis was, uh, well, who's stronger, Luke or Leia? Who would make a better Jedi? Or who could have been stronger? Who possibly. could have been stronger if, yeah, properly trained throughout their entire lives? Or, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll try to walk through that here pretty soon. You want to start? Oh, <laughs> uh, we do have a shout out. And I knew you were going to jump into something else. And I wasn't even going to bother. It's well, the Mopar it's show. Just, I'm playing it's the, the Mopar show. It's the Mopar. I got a up. list here. I got a bunch of things that I've started reading and haven't finished. And I want to talk about all of them. I did uh, the third <laughs> installment of the Vader stuff that came out. The comic book. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, like comics. How do they do it? Eight at a time. So well, it's, it's like, confusing as fuck because all three of these series are all just named Vader. Yeah. And they're all by the same author. I'm Agreed. pretty sure. Agreed. So it's it's so confusing, but this, yeah. This is the continuation of the one that he fights Jocasta New, I believe. No, I think they started. Well, I don't know what you're reading, but I think they started a, a fresh uh, Vader series, like the third series that's called Vader. Just no, started recently. So I I'm discussing others. Well, the, the, it's the continuation. It's the continuation of the Jocasta New books. I'm sorry, the storyline. See Cameron, this one, Darth, yeah. Darth Vader. So there's three. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So I'm halfway through, uh, like the third half, the third quarter of it. I don't even know what the, the trilogy, the end yeah. of the trilogy. There. It's fun, man. This one's on Mon, Mon Cala, and it's pretty fucking intense. It's always cool to see Radis and the King that they introduce in, um, the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah. And then uh, what's his face? It's a trap. I, I can't believe my mind's blank right now. Admiral Adbar. Admiral Adbar. <laughs> and Radis and all the rest of them. So it's, and it's also cool to see like a, a built in culture uh, underwater, almost like Gungans, where they might be up on, on the land a little bit, but the majority of their species and cities are hidden cities. Tis a hidden city. So, yeah, but the, it's getting What do the Jedi have in their <clears throat> tool belt? Because you would think that they have, they're, they're prepped for every situation. Shaving cream. But literally, Obi-Wan has one of those little hotel bottles of whiskey, and they have those rebreathers so they can swim. That's it. And uh, a fucking random hook to throw around a pipe in the Death Star. Yeah. How, while he's falling, how did he get that out of his robes? They're, just like, they're so clunky. <laughs> like, how many pockets does he have in there? He's grabbing the wrong thing. He pulls out, like, his dental floss by accident. He's like, oh, shit. I'm dead. Oh, man. No, but seriously, how many, like, tools do they have? If they can breathe underwater, they have a rebreather. I feel like they should be able to fucking fly or do whatever the hell they want. You know, that's kind of the part Batman of Star tools. Wars I don't like. It's very Batman, like, oh, I just have something for that. Let me search through my shit. They only do it a couple times, though, and it's totally like, what are we going to do out at this scene? Oh, he just, he has a grappling hook. Okay. Why <laughs> that, that does works, he have a I grappling guess. hook? Yeah. First of all, why does, well... First of all, Luke. Why does Luke have a grappling hook? He's not even a Jedi. 
He's got the biggest utility belt out of any of them. He's though. a farmer. Did he bring it from home? He has I'll to grapple never, the moisture. I ordered this from Amazon. I've never needed to use it. Now I understand why I bought it. Farmers know how to be prepared. No. He has everything he needs. Oh my we, god. We have everything we need. Wait, hang on. No, I want to look up Farm Boy Luke. Luke, uh, new hope. And I'll show our peeps this, but he's got um. It's not one. Quick shot before I forget. Uh, happy birthday. Warwick Davis. Happy birthday, Warwick Davis. He was uh, one of the one of the single highlights of uh, Celebration Orlando. That's true. He was trying to keep us all from killing ourselves while yeah. we were waiting in line all, all We night. slept on a basketball court and for all days. Yeah, look at this savage. He's got the more most utility belt out of any of them. What does he have? Moisture. <laughs> <laughs> Power converters. There, oh, this one's evaporators. Looks like he's got an iPhone stuck up here. And his lightsaber. His trusty lightsaber. I don't know. I just uh Yeah, I'm I'm over it. There it, it's the Star Wars fanny pack. It is. Huh. It's a Star Wars fanny pack. I can't believe they haven't uh, licensed that to some fanny pack company to what, make it. What do they pull out of it? Like on screen, he does pull that grappling hook out of it. And I know some of the other Jedi do do uh, the rebreathers. His, his comm link, probably. Oh yeah, the little button thing. Three PO. Do the but the the other Jedi. <laughs> I don't think the other Jedi have um... Jedi smoke pellets. <laughs> Do they have uh, what you It's just a belt. It's not a. He doesn't have any little pockets for yeah, it. Yeah, it's literally just, just a belt. That's that's enough. Oh, he's got one right there. That's enough to house the living force. That's a toy though. I don't know if that's accurate. Look at his pose here. Look how confused. Look at my goddamn robes, bitch. See how fresh I am. <laughs> Freshly clean. Jedi Temple. You he that is old spice. like, every, look at every single one of these pictures. That's all the same face. Like the, all the same. Except for this one. That's even more so the same <laughs> face. They just covered it up. Uh, like This is his, this is the standard. I am Qui-Gon Jinn. And I, I am not happy with what you're I like talking about. like this one. He's just like very upset to be talking to anyone. Why isn't your mom blowing me right now? That's what he's saying <laughs> to Anakin right there. Damn it, Anakin. <laughs> Damn it, Anakin. I thought you'd be used to following orders at this point. You're not nearly as pretty as your mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I was just trying to see if he had what? any. What? Uh... Kind of. Wait, wait, I, that's the that one uh, for this the Clone Wars cartoon. Can't he looks tell. terrible. Think so? The animation of, of Qui-Gon. His forehead goes for like, not that one. That's that the, one's actually a good one. That's the Clone Wars one, though. Is it? Yeah. What's the one that I'm talking about? That he looks <clears throat> ridiculous. His voice in Rise of Skywalker? All right, enough about utility belts. Yeah. What else well, is going on? Happy birthday, Warwick Davis. <laughs> um, he was truly one of the only highlights of, of that year. That is accurate. He really, and he, he was a, a great host in our in our little side viewing of episode 8's trailer. Uh, very energetic, very knowledgeable, because he was making fun of like specific cosplayers and stuff, and he just knew the lore behind them, too. So He knows everything. Um, but it's a lot for an actor to do it for that long and still keep up with stuff that happens after he was in the film. So, well, he's been in it every single one, hasn't he? One, two, and three. He was. Who was he in one, two, and three? He has a part in every in all of them. Really? We're, yeah. Oh, let's do some diggings. Dig time. Oh, baby, let's Warwick go. Davis and Star Wars. Do you want to know more? This is his birthday surprise. www. Wicket. W. Warwick. 
Look at he's a little cute kid. Somebody <laughs> also challenged me on uh, trivia. I didn't know that he was like young when he was in um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he was like sense. thirteen or four, fifteen or something like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I would have assumed he was like at least twenty. I want just a list of his. Here we go. So he was Wicket and Wicket and himself and Wicket. He was episode one. Somebody in oh, yeah, Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. No, he was uh, he was standing next to Watto during the the race. Yep. Rem- remember when little Annie? <laughs> yep. He was someone in seven. He was someone in Rogue One. Voice in Rebels. Something in Last Jedi. Deleted scene. It says though. Uh, something in Star Wars. Or <laughs> something in Solo, sorry. And then Wicked again in 9. He's been in a lot of them. Oh, that's cool that he was Wicked again. Everything except for 4 and 5, he's been in. He was only on screen for 2 and a half seconds in 9. but Well, he was there. Uh, let's see. The Wolvian in Episode 7? They must have been in the... Oh, okay. Something in the cantina, yeah. And if you're watching the stream, you yep. can see uh, Wikipedia's up here on the screen. Maz's cantina. Okay. Yeah, they, they have uh, spots for... I wonder how much he makes for those little little spots. That's what he was? That's what he was? That's what he was. Kedpin. I do like his little character in Rogue One, though. This guy. Oh, yeah. This guy's sweet. He's a savage. Just a permanent pissed. There's some other character in uh, Rogue One that I really, really liked. It was some little, tiny little lizard guy that was just, like, croaking and... The pilot? ...and blasting people. The pilot! No, the uh, uh, yeah, the attacker on the ship when they were on Scarif. I think they, so. They came flying in. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, Shinobi is in here. Happy he said, birthday. "What the fuck is that?" That's what we usually ask you. That's what half of the uh, Canto Bite sequence is like. What the fuck is that? Why does it happen? <sighs> Let's look at my list. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had a list. I, you know, I, I saw, I saw. I prepped ep- the mics, but not the content because I know you have a list. Always. I saw episode nine again. Um, again, fourth viewing or fifth viewing? Uh, fourth. Very nice. Uh, and I almost didn't even pay attention. I was just kind of in my own mind trying to absorb and, and write stuff down. Um, Looking for trivia points. Were you? Well, just small like thought. Like okay. Thought-provoking matter. One of the ones that I'll just get right to. Sidious is talking to Kylo, and he says, I have been every voice in your head that you've ever heard or whatever, and he goes through, and he becomes Vader's voice and Snoke's voice and all that. Yeah. So are we assuming that when Kylo is talking to Vader's helmet, that he is only hearing Sidious's voice? Correct. What? No. 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 That's what Palpatine said? No, that's bullshit. No. You think so? He, Sidious doesn't have a connection to his to the Aunt Skywalker bloodline. All right, we'll think about it this way. If Anakin was redeemed and he became a force ghost on the light side, then his spirit would not still be attached to a dark side piece of him. So Kylo thinks that he's talking mm. to... Because how many people know that? That's what I, I like mean. How many, besides Luke and Leia, how many people know that like Vader was redeemed at the very end and like is now a force ghost? No one knows. They just think Vader is Vader. And Vader got was killed. So I, Kylo thinks that his grandfather was a savage and his bitch-ass uncle Luke killed him on the Death Star. Yeah, I just... Actually, no, that's not true. Well, the other thing... Is it public knowledge that like Vader, Vader was redeemed or whatever? I don't think so. I assume that everybody... like If you're just a, a normal simpleton in the Star Wars universe, you would assume that Vader went down with the Death Star well, along, Shinobi, with, yeah. a, along with the Emperor. I was going to say, Shinobi should tell us. And in fact... Because doesn't Rey say, 
in uh, Last Jedi, she's like uh, a Jedi who like brought him back. You know, in fact, now that we're talking about it, is Luke famous in the Star Wars universe simply for blowing up the first first Death Star? Because the second Death Star, he he wasn't the one to actually blow it up. He was actually like in a private room with his dad and the Emperor, which I highly doubt anybody actually knew. Depends on how much he told. But Ray was like listing off his accolades as if in school she studied about Luke Skywalker and she had to do a biography report about him. Well, I guess it's all hearsay. Like it gets passed down. You hear rumblings and oh yeah, Luke was there. He killed the Emperor firsthand. It's like, how do you know? What the fuck well, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, think of what the rest of the rebellion was thinking. Like Luke leaves, everything blows up and they win and he just comes strolling back down with the corpse of Darth Vader. They're probably like, oh my God, this dude's a god. Yeah, I mean, and the my assumption, if I was just a simpleton, it's best not to assume. which I am pretty closely related to a simpletons. Um, <laughs> I would assume, simpletons. like seeing that with Luke coming down with Vader's uh, suit, I would assume that Luke his body too, not Luke, just the suit. <laughs> he didn't strip a, him naked and like steal his, his clothes. Uh, I would assume that Luke killed the Emperor, and. It, depending on if I knew, like, if there was rumblings that Vader was his dad. Like, if that was known knowledge at some point. point of view. I don't know. I was watching... The Gina original. Carano's ass is astounding. <laughs> That's one of the best things that Disney has done. <laughs> is there a Wikipedia article about her ass? Can we do this? <laughs> Cara Dune's booty. <laughs> Cara Dune. I was watching the original trilogy, and I was um, just in the background while I was working and I was laughing at how long Obi-Wan stands like this. Wait, Luke, I beg of you. He just stands there. He does the, all of his like on screen lines in empire are delivered with his hands up like this. Don't go Luke. This is fucking up forever. It's cracking up. He looks like a goofball in that one. Can you be drunk as a force ghost? I'm going to do that the rest of the thing. That's my true. Don't drink Mopa. That's my, that's my true question. Can you be drunk? I'm just buzzed. You either don't get drunk at all or you get drunk way faster. It's one or the other. My my force power alcohol content is at a maximum. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> just gestures. You're probably so tired. To... <laughs> George, how long do I have to keep my <laughs> fucking hands up? Can, we get, can you hire someone to hold my hands oh, up? Oh, shut up, Alec. You're a trained actor. You can handle it. All right, what's else on your list? Hey, I did have a general question. So it's kind of hurt after a while. So the Sith Wayfinders. Yes. There's two of them. Yes. One's on the Vader's Death Castle and one's on yeah. with Palpatine. Yeah. Are we assuming that Vader has been to Exegol? Uh, probably not, but he had it as like a backup plan is what I would assume. I feel like Exegol is... Palpatine well, was probably there to set things up. But I, I think that was like his fallback point. I would assume that. I don't think he was Sidious, rolling in there for business every I th- week. I think Sidious was hiding Exegol from Vader and didn't even tell him what the Wayfinder truly was or something like that. I want to say, okay, Travis, I want to say there was something about when Leia was trying to rebuild the Republic that one of her opponents released uh, to the public that she was a child of Vader. Actually, yeah. in the uh, Princess Bloodlines. Leia. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Bloodlines. In the Bloodlines, yeah, it was released to. To uh, taint her her political standing. Why are you talking about Leia's taint? What else are we going to talk about? Gina Carano's butt cheeks and the taint that below. <laughs> I was going to look up Exegol. Is the, that the uh, loom 
the so we're talking about Fruit of the Loom. Is is that the Loom is a upgrade in Age of Empires. That's like the the fleshy fun bridge. <laughs> You've been playing that's uh, where, Cards that's, Against Humanity. That's where God sews you together. <laughs> I'm looking at <laughs> that that little bit. Remember that? That's enough. Gina Carano. That's one. where all the midichlorians are stored. <laughs> <laughs> all Living right. force. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm trying to look up uh, if there's any articles about Exegol on this book. What else would the loom be? Fruit of the loom. Here's Exegol. I'm going to read. You keep talking about looms. <laughs> Uh, Shinobi here says Sidious hid a lot from Vader. Yeah, I would assume so, because if you're not going to hide it from him, you got to... Dude, I would be terrified of Vader. I wonder if Sidious himself thought Anakin to be the chosen one from a certain point of view. That if he didn't keep information from Vader, that he was just going to lose control because it's Vader. So you just you have the only thing you have over over Vader is history and um, science. Yep, yeah, Math. science. He probably knows how to count. English? He's got a little scientific calculator built in. What do they call English class in Star Wars? It's called basic. You're gonna learn. Are you going to basic class today? Twi'leki as a first language. Yeah. Uh, it says Exegol was like a readout, which I actually don't know how to pronounce that. Slash, it's, I think that people think that's Dengar. What does redoubt mean? Or redoubt? I don't know how you pronounce it. Redoubt, a temporary supplementary fortification. Yeah, it says it's a Sith redoubt. So I think it's like backup plan. If we all die or we almost die, we're going to Exegol. But it's it's a hidden Sith. It is a hidden planet. Yeah. The question is, is how it? long? Because we, we see that giant audience chamber and everything. Like there's so many people in that Sith group on the planet so how have they been there the whole time and palpatine like goes back you know a couple times a year for like quarterly reports or whatever he has to answer to the board they're like profits are down in the empire palpatine you got to figure this shit out trust me we're gonna find a new apprentice trust me our investment in one far younger in a snoke snoke's gonna work (laughs) out guys you've dropped billions in a snoke project (laughs) yeah let me ask you i'm ready why didn't Sidious want to kill Kylo and become Kylo Ren? He did. We talked about that in the last episode. Why didn't he do it, though? Um, I don't know exactly why. The I was I was uh, theorizing that until he even realized that he had a granddaughter, that he was after Kylo, because Snoke's whole purpose was to like breed Kylo to take control of the Sith. Hmm. So Snoke was supposed to get him up to a you know certain point, make sure he was strong enough, and then... He was going to cut Palpatine down, and Palpatine was going to... Then he was going <laughs> to... That's a verb. Is Yeah, it's a verb. Do you think they played, played That's what out... I was assuming, at least. Do you think they played out... Cause, like In the original trilogy, we only see Luke with a lightsaber. Everybody always wondered, okay, well, if Leia's his sister, she should probably have a lightsaber and be trained as a Jedi, but we never see that on screen. Do you think they played a little bit of that out through Rey? Let's give her a lightsaber. Let's train her. Let's make her a little more pure rather than, you know, I'm just, so, I'm just thinking think so. like just tying it all together. Cause I've always been interested in Leia having a lightsaber and being trained as a Jedi. And we never really truly see that play out. The most we see is in episode nine where she actually has, she has a lightsaber. I actually really enjoy the idea of, a, of there being a Jedi who doesn't use a lightsaber. Yeah. And I know it's fucking cool to see Yoda fight, but I always kind of thought that's what Yoda was going to be. 
Like Yoda leads the Jedi Council, but he doesn't actually go into combat. Like he's he has other strengths. He doesn't need to fight. Wouldn't that have been cool to act like when we first see Yoda in battle in Episode Two? He doesn't use a lightsaber. Like he he there's ways to not fight. Like you you can't attack me. I'm small and I'm agile. And you you like you force lightning. I'm just gonna either block it, absorb it. Push well, they it away. start with that. Yeah, but it's obvious that their skills but, cannot be compared. But Yoda answers the battle with a lightsaber. He literally could just be like, "You're not gonna fucking kill me. You can't hit me. I'm just gonna flip around until you, or push you, or hold you, or run away." Or, well, think about I don't know. Think about Dooku's line there too. I mean, it's obvious that this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the Force, but our skills with the lightsaber. I've always hated it's a that goofy line. line, but like they can zap each other with Force lightning. And ret- like retract it and send it back or whatever all day, but like the lightsaber is the true test. Is isn't that crazy? How how, how cocky Dooku is there, talking to Master Yoda, who he revered in the Dooku book. Yeah, who he, Dooku's the best swordsman in the galaxy. He doesn't give a fuck. But I would I would never talk shit to Yoda. He's he, sick like, of the Jedi shit. He doesn't give a damn. Do you think he truly thought that Yoda was his equal at that point? I mean, Dooku has been around for a long time, and he's been a master in the Jedi order for let's call it like 20, 25 years before we see him in three or two. Yeah. I'm just wondering like how equal did Dooku actually think he was, or did he want to actually just talk shit because he's a Sith and Sith? That's what they do. Talk shit. That's one of the first powers they learn. Just uh, number one, they come to the dark side. Cackle. (laughs) Yeah. All right. First class is shit talking. One on one. You got to take believe it all. Darth Maul failed that one. That's why he doesn't talk. I don't know. I think Dooku probably could have. I guess if we go off of what we see in the movie, they're at least equal because he has to like escape the fight from a certain point of view. <laughs> you know. I mean, he like he wasn't beaten. You know, that's the one time. But they were at all, a draw, and he like threw the. That's the out. one time in all of Star Wars that someone puts Obi Wan in his place. He does it twice. Yes, he does. Because Duke is a badass. Duke was his master's master. Like, what the fuck are you trying to happen? I know, exactly. Trying to, it's like trying to fight your grandpa, but your grandpa's Dooku. <laughs> like if your grandpa was like a sailor or something. It's like, just, he'll kick your ass. I beat your dad's ass. It's not going to be, it's not going to, you're not going to be anything, dude. What are you doing? I'll beat, I'll beat you up with your dad. Like, beat the shit out of you. You ain't happening today. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Grandpa like talks a lot, a lot of shit, too, doesn't he? Grandpa's pissed. <laughs> I like Dooku a lot. I'm always going to have Dooku's back. He's one of my faves. But yes, I think he uh, he could have beaten Yoda if he had more time. He's a weird plot point. He was just late for his appointment with Palpatine. He had to go. He has to. He can't be tardy in front of the Dark Lord. It was also interesting how much oh, uh, info he dishes out while Obi-Wan is locked up in that thing. Obi-Wan, this is the plot here's, for the next three movies. Here's the entire plot. Here's the entire script. <laughs> No, I don't believe you. No, this looks edited. I'm too drunk heavily, to believe this. Heavily edited. Can you sedate me a little there more? There were reshoots. I don't believe it. <laughs> there was more than one director. Uh, Shinobi said, in Legends, Yoda once defeated and disarmed three Jedi Council members at once. Yoda was more of a beast than most people thought. That's what I'm like. There has to be different levels. Like, even if you look at the Jedi Council, clearly Mace, Yoda... And I'll say it, I think Obi-Wan is probably one of the top three, from a certain point of view. I don't think he's the strongest Force user. 
But to go out and fucking single-handedly kill uh, Grievous from everything we know about Grievous? Yeah. Dude, that's psychotic. And Maul. Everything we used to know about Grievous. And Maul. Like, every, if you need someone killed, send him. Besides Dooku. Yoda, there's also something to be said that Yoda has 900 years of not dying <laughs> at his just, back. Like, regardless of small. how skilled he is with a lightsaber in, like, one-on-one, just strict combat, he's just seen it all. You know what I mean? He's, he's been elusive. around the block. He knows. He's got like, a lot of HP. He's elusive. He's got high wisdom. High wisdom. Intelligence. High intelligence. You don't want to fight me. You look like a douchebag. Oh, you're right. My, my collars popped and everything. You really right, Master Yoda? Oh, man. No, oh, it, wow. think, I'm just adding to my own fucking thing. Headcanon. Maul. Grievous. Yes. Fucking pre-suited Darth Vader. Cut them all up. I have one lightsaber and I'm drunk. That's what Obi-Wan's <laughs> advantages are. It's this whole thing. Yeah. Even when he gets zapped, he's like, I'm too drunk to even feel that. Yeah, you Let's- can't. It's like the drunken master fighting style. Like, you can't predict what he's going to do. He's all over the place. <laughs> Just get a real bad stench of his breath. He goes, Jesus. Dude, can we can we fight outside? Switch to malt liquor, Jesus. He's doing shots mid-battle. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know. I, lo- I love Obi-Wan, but I don't know if he's... I feel like he was always the most well-rounded Jedi. Like, he was wise. He was good at combat. He was defensive. He knew the Force. But he was never, like, a savage in one specific uh, method, you know? Like, Qui-Gon was always super, super wise. Probably not that great at fighting. Yeah. Well, he's old. Mace was always a savage at fighting, but just pissed and like had <laughs> no input on things. Anakin was amazing at everything. Obi-Wan was just always well-rounded. I don't know. What? I mean... He kicks my ass at Battlefront, if that means anything. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> what does it take to become a uh, Grandmaster? <sighs> you have to and, be really and old. who... Never mind. Yeah, how many other Grandmasters That's are there? And how old are they? Is Mace a Grandmaster? Like, did anybody hit, like, it's like 10th degree black belt. Like, did anybody hit Grandmaster before they were 100 years old? Google it. See if there's, what's the list of uh, Grandmasters? Yoda's the only one I've ever heard. Uh, Luke in Legends. <laughs> Is that a drunk young Obi-Wan? Oh, that's Luke. That's Luke. That's from that uh, um, chronology book that we used to gawk over in high school. <sighs> high Council, Galactic Republic, blah, blah, blah. So he's the head of the entire order. So there's only one at a time. Oh, they have notable individuals here. Nice. But Bunch of names I can't pronounce. And not even... Oh, there is one Yoda. Nomi Sunrider. Zim. Satel Shan. Satel Shan, that's Isn't from... Isn't that from KOTOR 2, right? Uh, I thought that was from uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the MMO. Oh, that might be it. Yoda, Luke Skywalker, Legends. Kent Hammer. <laughs> it's Kent Hamner, but still, can't. I can't hammer it. Kenny Hammers. So we're and this is even in Legends. In Legends is so expansive, and we're still saying what there's maybe ten. Well, them. these are just notable ones. Yeah, that's true. I think at there always has to be at least one. I think it's whoever's in charge of the order. Yeah. Thank you, Swotor. Uh, so yeah, I mean, notable would be Luke and Yoda. Wow. That's Chick's a Grandmaster. So we're can we're, I knew it. <laughs> oh Jesus. With those spectacles, she has plus ten agility. Plus ten dexterity. I always laugh now. I forget who pointed this out, but in 
Empire, when Han's working on the Falcon and he looks up and he has those goggles on, all I can think of is KOTOR attachments. Oh, <laughs> Different yeah. visors and goggles and everything. I'm trying to wonder how much uh, he's got like plus 10 to repair skill while he's working on the Falcon. Plus five sober sobriety. <laughs> Jesus. It's interesting to know that Yoda was truly the only Grandmaster that they're considering rank-wise Mace to be under him. Well, they haven't written any other ones. Canon's still kind of fresh. Does it bother you that Lando doesn't ask about Han in Episode Nine? He sees Chewie and is happy about it, but he doesn't ask about Han. He even asks about Princess Leia. Send her my love. You should do that yourself, bitch. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you should give it to yourself. You should be damn straight. You should deliver it in a box. Um, yeah, I guess it is. Everybody always had issues with Luke not crying about it. I mean, he mentions it. Yeah, and I feel like you can Where's tell. Where's Han? I, I don't. I don't think that scene of him just staring at his counter. We, we didn't and need crying. that. You know, we didn't need that in there. No, I agree. But, yeah, as far as Lando, I don't know. And one of the uh, my favorite parts are quotes. It's so slight, but it means so much in the grand scheme of the movies is uh, never underestimated droid. Because those really, are, they are the pinnacle. They are the characters walking through all of these eras that don't really have... You know, the other thing... And That's I, how they save everyone's ass all the time. Yeah. Star Wars wouldn't have happened if R2 hadn't skated out on Padme's ship and fucking fixed it. They would have gotten blown up right there. Padme's gone. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are gone. No one finds Anakin. Star Wars is dead. It's, it is. They're like innocent bystanders that... <laughs> do you think the Force is fake and it's all just droids? <laughs> it's the will of the droids? Oh, let me ask you this, though. Because in episode uh, 9... This is the first time I ever see them actually consult a droid and ask him, because they ask C-3PO, do you think it's going to be worth it to wipe your own mind, blah, blah, blah. And they actually leave it up to him. They don't even make a decision. Yeah. it's. I think it's interesting that they would actually leave it up to a droid, and he's making a decision. Like, you're asking him as a person with personality, you know, someone who has been there and done that, not just a droid. It gives him so much more character depth to be like, do you think it's worth it, dude? You know the odds better than all of us, but yeah. it's up to your personal preference. Whatever the fuck's built in your dusty wires. <laughs> yeah. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. You know, it. it's the smallest little thing, but it does add. They don't. A lot. They don't. I like that. They don't. Add, they don't ever ask any other droid. They always yell, "Do this! Fucking stop the crusher thing! Stop killing me! Or do all of it!" Well, they do that to three PO as well until that moment pops up. Yeah. Yeah, that was I, a nice touch. I would, whenever I thought he was a little too much in nine, I was I was rewatching Empire and I was like, oh yeah, he doesn't shut up the entire movie. Yeah, so it's not like it's you know out of nowhere that he's going crazy in Rise of Skywalker. How do you? I know we touched upon it last episode, uh, but how do you feel about Finn being force sensitive? I like it. Why do you think Ray can't feel him? What do you mean? Ray can't sense. When? Like, ever? When they're uh, eating dinner. Well, I don't fucking care when. <laughs> I didn't know when you were talking about because I was going to say at the beginning, well, she doesn't even know that she has powers. So 
She doesn't get that. And she's with him all the time. So she's like, he's right there. I can sense him with my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I see him. There's been. That is one sense. Sense you. We have up to five senses. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't really pop up until something bad happens or something like major happens. I care. Like he's not sitting there like, oh, Ray's getting off the ship right now. Like nothing really pops into his head until she dies. Yeah, that's true. I just thought, you know, force sensitive should be able to sense other force sensitives. It's kind of like that's the most natural sense of like I have a it's a feeling. They even get down to that in episode nine. They say it multiple times. I have a I just have a feeling that it's that ship. Yeah, but I feel like your ship. brain wouldn't shut off if you could just sense everybody that was force sensitive. Be like it's got to be a limit. Professor X, when the thing goes haywire. No, no, it's like a. And two- he senses every mutant all at once, and he fucking his brain explodes. No, but it's got to be at least like a two mile limit. <laughs> you can't just sense until it you all. level up, and then you get a two and a half mile radius. And well, yeah. And it's all Star Wars is not like a video game. It's all it's all relationship based though, because they can all feel Leia pass away when she. That's what I mean. They feel it. I guess if they sat there and meditated and thought, yes, I'm sure she could reach out and feel what Finn was doing. But it doesn't like pop up out of nowhere unless it's something drastic like they die. I just thought if he did know that he was force sensitive. And obviously he can't. Maybe he's not that strong and it is just a feeling that he gets. But it is right a lot of the times. Why did why did they need uh, the, the tracker in episode eight? Like if they could sense each other. I don't know. That's just general questions like how, how in depth or how force sensitive is Finn? Was he chosen because he was force sensitive? And does that suggest that all the other stormtroopers at least have a, a smidgen? In the also, first remember, episode eight was just like a day or two after seven, so like he's just becoming a not stormtrooper and like getting the feel for things. It's not like he can sense Ray from across the galaxy right away. And same with Ray. I mean, she still has. There's so many things you can do with the force. Like you yeah. can't just do all of them a little bit at once. You yeah. like you gradually like pick up new powers. Yeah, and Shinobi says uh, force sensitive, uh, sensing other force sensitives takes attunement and understanding of the force to a certain degree. Unless you're related, and then or very compassionate about somebody, and then or all maybe of a sudden it pops up. There's different like flavors of the of the force. I you know, know what I'm saying? Like if you if you're I know what you're saying. What am I saying? <laughs> Is that what who, what he said? <laughs> well. Um, no, and I get that. Like, if you're trying to sense the force on someone because they jump real high, like that you thought they, <laughs> no, like a force jump, or like, just like, why would that be the event that trick? Oh, fuck it, he, I got 36 inches this time. I mean, I assume <laughs> that you know LeBron James is force sensitive. See how high he flies. Oh, uh, Finn just did a slam dunk on next goal. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like, why is that the moment that you can feel things? Yeah. But then Finn's dead. I didn't sense that one. My personal favorite flavor is Rocky Road Force. Some of the you, uh, the dark the dark, dark chocolate peppermint. From where? <laughs> From Mexico. You know? <laughs> I can't do You're it. You talking about ice cream? No. What brand? I hate it. Yeah. Ice cream sounds kind of good actually. Yeah, I've been on the uh, Menchies, that frozen <sighs> yogurt in uh, Gahanna. Oh yeah, I haven't had that shit in a long. So long it's kind of like a serve yourself, and you get to add whatever toppings you want. I uh, am kind of loopy because I haven't eaten it in a very long time. <laughs> I can sense so it. So you mentioned uh, ice cream, and all—that's all I can think. Thirty-two about. flavors, isn't that Dr. Pepper? And that thirty-two spices. Is it thirty-two flavors? 
That's how they like, that was their advertising schemes for a while, right? How many flavors are in Dr. Pepper? It's a song. 32 flavors of it. Dr. Pepper. 23. You had it backwards. Oh, 23 cousins. LeBron James flavors. Happens. Holy shit, there's a lot of... I didn't know they actually like had this document. I thought they were just... Oh, here we go. Armorillo, licorice, Advertising cherry, shit. Birch, juniper, ash, piss, nutmeg. <laughs> and the force. And a bit of it. Indoor dandruff, lemon. Whoa. Dr. Pepper can be served hot as a wintertime drink How with weird. a lemon. What? We're trying that. You know what I was craving the other day while I was playing Skyrim? Is some fucking mead. Yeah? Yeah. Did it's been you a while it? since I had. No, I didn't, but I was craving <laughs> some. I don't have the I had Dr. Pepper instead, 23 flavors. Yeah, I think mead is one of the flavors in Dr. Pepper. Or is it Dr. Pepper is one of the flavors in mead? I have a feeling. Dr. Pepper's been around since the Middle Ages. Do you like Star Wars? Uh, most of the time, yeah. I'm, I feel myself starting to get burnt out a little bit. I'm waiting for them. Well, we got Clone Wars coming up in a couple weeks, so maybe I'll just wait until then. But so much nonsense. Like I can only take so much fan argument for so long before I start to get annoyed. So like yeah. Rise of Skywalker, I loved, but... Um, yeah, I just the conversation just gets exhausting after a while. And then I've been playing Skyrim, so I'm a little more in fantasy realm. So I'm stepping back slightly. But yeah, I do need to watch. Um, I have a list of some select Clone Wars episodes I do need to watch I to re prep. Rewatched uh, the last one of the one where Ahsoka walks away. Whoo! It's a heavy one. Yeah, I watched like the last three of them, the last three episodes of that season. Leading up to that trial, and she's like, fuck mm -hmm. you guys. You all suck. And it's pretty heavy at the end when, uh, you know, Anakin runs out and says, trust me, I know. I Thinking about leaving the Order. I'm like, fuck, Anakin, you're getting pretty deep, too. Well, that sets you up for episode three. Mm -hmm. I wonder how far they're going to go in, the, in season seven. Like, how close to the movie is it going to get? That's the thing I'm most curious about is, like, what happens to Ahsoka between three and rebels because we know she's back so like when anakin yeah. goes to the dark side and order 66 is happening like what? are we going to see ah ahsoka get attacked by clones that's what happened yeah i mean that's what the ahsoka book is oh yeah she's hiding she's she's kind of on a uh, planet by herself hiding and she was living and living and living and then the uh imperial presence gets heavier and heavier and she's it, it's long and short of it, it she's get she gets forced back into it she, she has to. 66, though. Yes. The book is. Okay. Yeah. But she's hiding. She hasn't got to the rebels or the rebellion yet. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's what they describe how she gets her two white lightsabers. She actually uh, yes. heals those crystals so they're no longer red. That's one of the coolest things. That's probably one of the only reasons I would read that book is for that those four sentences that say. It's not Which a bad book. Get on Wikipedia. It's not a bad book. It's just very young adult. Yeah. Some of them you can't tell. Some of them you can. I know what you mean. When you when there's emojis in the print, you're like... <laughs> the entire book is just a Tumblr post. <laughs> I don't... I'm not even old enough to understand what you just said. I've never been on Tumblr, but I just... I saw it in a meme, so I thought I could use it as a reference. Some of our younger <laughs> listeners might have. All um, our 13-year-old listeners. So if Ray's father is the son of Palpatine, who was her mother? 
Um, that's the question, isn't it? I don't know if they're ever going to explain it. How do you like sensitively talk about that information? Because you have to talk about who Palpatine banged. Unless he forced birth somebody else, just like uh, Anakin. Well, you Which know, I think they kind of said is, he said that to Anakin to like fuck with him, but it isn't actually true. You know, would you be mad if it if there was no intercourse? <laughs> there was no intercourse. It was, no, but if it if it was like a uh, a clone of himself, um, but maybe the Force was like, you can't have two Palpatines. You're so evil that it like kind of tried to correct itself, and which sparked Ray, which was his ultimate undoing. I would have really loved. Man, I haven't even like thought of that. Sorry, okay. that like him spawning whatever which way you want to look at it, whether it was. Uh, the the dick and the p v and a g, um, that his his plans. I don't even know what was right. I'm just like it's all a big it's loop. Confusing because you have to picture Palpatine having kids. <laughs> like it just throws a wrench in everything. Well, regardless, he does have kids, and his granddaughter was his undoing. Almost the same way that Luke was his dad's undoing in a good way, redemption. So it was like his own bloodline came back to bite him in the ass. Yes, I know where you're going with this. And what I was going to say is what I would have preferred is that Ray was immaculate conception just like Anakin was. No. That's what I was hoping no. was going to happen. Ray's dad was immaculate mm. conception. I know that's what you're saying. I guess having that extra generation in the mix just kind of, it's like, why? Uh, speculation was the woman that was beside him yeah. when the, he created the Galactic Empire. Yeah. Oh, when he's standing in the... Yeah, the chick with like the fucking ice robes. Ice Mr. Robe. Freeze's wife. Oh, Cindy? Cindy Freeze? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Hang on, I gotta find a picture of him in the Senate chambers. This fucking goofy laugh. <laughs> Whoa. Man, one of my favorite de- decisions this ever. Chick. That's who he was banging. She's looking at him like, what are you going to do later? What are you? <laughs> I think he's coming in that picture, actually. <laughs> this and is- Masamet is just trying to look away, just like, uh, what the fuck? Why is the Emperor's dick out? <laughs> that's the only way you can in- institute a new order. The seat's now mine, bitch. You got to prove that you're fucking serious. In Legends, they did have a kid named Ken. <laughs> I really hope Ray's dad is named Ken. Kenneth. Kenneth Ken, Palpatine. Ken, Ken and Barbie Palpatine. Ken and Barbie. Kenneth. Kenneth As, Chambers. What's the most evil name? Kenneth. An evil petting zoo. Mm. That is an interesting face. I didn't even want to put a gender to it. Or it, them. They... Is Maybe people thinking that they banged are the wrong ones by thinking that there is a gender. Maybe Maza, maybe Mazameta is it was a... definitely him and Mazameta. Yes, <laughs> he's pretty badass. What if it just said on Star Wars databank? Oh, Mazameta nah. was the bastard father of Palpatine's offspring spawn. The uh... oh, she's not human either. Maybe that's that's a good uh, point out there, Shinobes. She is not human. She's Snoke species. Maybe that's her. That's where he went. He. This is. Uh, this is his. Uh, his dating profile. 
<laughs> that is clearly his dating profile. Long walks on a beach that I own because I'm the Senate. <laughs> Swipe right on me. I beg you. Yes. <laughs> Loves power and diplomacy. <laughs> Can we please make like a Star Wars <laughs> Tinder? Just like those brief one lines. Is the Senate. Is the Senate. <laughs> They're just occupations. Senate. Oh, my God. Hobbies, electrical engineering. <laughs> Galactic domination. Galactic. Oh, shit. Well, let's see here. Oh, did you notice that Poe, when they were flying around on Exegol, said, Who's that flyer? I almost threw up. He doesn't say pilot. He says fucking flyer. That's what Solo did. He established and that in canon. Zori, who also is one of the coolest uh, side characters. Yeah, Zori is awesome. And now Y-Wing that she's in is awesome too, but she's not a flyer. She's a pilot. Hey! <laughs> Babu Freak's the best. Do you say Babu Freak or Babu Frick? I say Babu Freak like he's a freak. He's a fucking freak nasty. He is. What do you think he does with those droids after he deactivates them? Jeez. Blank, blank. <laughs> they don't remember a fucking thing. He wasn't. He wasn't saying that it was going blank. He was actually cussing, and that's the way they could blank, 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 blank. I'm gonna blank, blank him. What? Shooting blank, blank. blank. Shooting blank, blanks. <laughs> Shooting blank, blanks. Oh my dear God. Babu Freak is the ultimate roofie. Uh, Maz, <laughs> the ultimate droid roofie. Yeah, he just erases their memory. He doesn't want to remember that. Okay, what were you going to, Miles? Um, one of the the most uh, perfect send offs was Maz saying goodbye, dear princess. Man, that hit me hard the last time I saw it. I was like, <sighs> she had some good lines. I really just wish at the end of the day that she had more to do in the sequel trilogy altogether. Like what she did in nine was fine. It didn't feel like they threw her in at the last second, but I feel like she still could have done more. Because they, they set her up like she knows about the Force. She's seen Jedi and Sith. She's a thousand years old. She's seen it all. She's been around the galaxy. And I feel like she just didn't have much knowledge to drop after Episode 7. It's like she's not she's not a part of the Resistance, but as much so she very much... She is. Like, I don't... She's trying to, like, play... I, I own a bar, but my bar got blown up, so I might as well help you guys. So it's like... I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know what to feel. Well, she's a good person. And I'm yeah. sure she feels for uh, Leia in the whole situation. And the First Order blew up her fucking castle that she's owned for how long? So, yeah, she's pissed. <laughs> I can pleasure you in ways that many would consider unnatural. Unnatural. <laughs> like a dildo. <laughs> Technically, that is unnatural. Sith sabers of delight. Mm. Uh... Palpy actually specifically says, which I thought was interesting, that the princess of Alderaan has disrupted my plans. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, very unique because we don't ever hear Palpy address Leia ever in the rest of all of it. It's just Leia. Not s- a single moment. That is interesting. And the fact that he called her the Princess of Alderaan instead of like... Yeah, the fact that he said that. It's like but, the Scooby-Doo villain just getting mad about the kids fucking up their plans. Yeah. Would have gotten away with that if it wasn't for that Princess of Alderaan. Yeah. 
Because Alderaan hasn't been a thing for what fifty fucking years. Yeah, but people still refer to her as the princess. And she and they don't. He, to me, she's royalty. Well, and he's so old that he would originally know have known her as the princess of Alderaan, not General Organa or even Leia Skywalker or you know whatever you want to fucking call her. The princess. True. I just thought it was weird that he addressed her like that, and the fact that he did address her, and not like General Organa. Yeah, I don't know what, what else he would have called her. I think Princess of Alderaan makes a lot of sense, like I said. but They both make sense. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. It was an interesting um, point. What was that, that savage dude that killed that actually killed um, Hux? Oh, uh, General Pride. Pride. And he said that he served him in the old wars. Yeah, so he's part <sighs> of the rebellion against the Empire. Or no, the opposite of that, whatever. <laughs> he was part of the Empire. Part of the rebellion as a conflict is what I meant to say. Wait, what? Oh, part of the rebellion as a conflict, yes. I got you. I thought that was interesting that they're trying to tie stuff together that he has been around for that long. Yeah. And did you see his, like, milky eyes? Like, he was under control somewhat? I thought that was interesting. That I love that. I, I kind of wish Hux, like, switched sides and, like, went with them, but I like that pride killed him and then you find out shortly after that that he's like with palpatine like kylo ren is just this crazy kid who happens to be in control and i'm not going to piss him off but palpatine is the dude that's who i'm paying attention to mm-hmm. i thought there was a whole thing in here about that dude how did you feel about uh luke and Leia knowing ray was a palpatine uh that's pretty crazy that they would admit that because you're a palpatine there he is in all his savagery. Oh, it's pride with a Y, of course. He's prideful about his heritage with Palpatine. I pronounce it preed. Military tradition. Homeworld. He's from Alaska. Also can. It's such a weird name. They just took Alaskan and switched the two letters. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It does. It only says, uh, oh, right here. Personally witnessed Darth Vader in action. So he's been around for a minute. Yeah. 40. Oh, see, the whole th- timeline thing is just. Oh, they threw it all hard, fucking it's, off. It's yeah. hard to remember. Yeah. Oh, good point, Travis Dunn. Uh, he said uh, calling her the princess of Alderaan is probably a diss against Leia since it doesn't ex- <clears throat> exist anymore. And. Oh, yeah. And wow. also not acknowledging that she's a general. Like, she would never make it in my fucking army. She's just a simple princess that we blew up her goddamn planet. Really acknowledging that the enemy isn't even like a fleet. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Let's Sorry. get into this uh, discussion since we're right on that uh, that borderline there. So I posed a question on Instagram, and let's see where it's sitting right now. Uh, Luke and Leia, since they're twins of Darth Vader, you and Padme, obviously, you would assume that in some sense they are both very strong in the Force. And we're sitting at, uh, so I, I, I pose the question, who would be the stronger Jedi? And I, I was posing this not as it sits now. I was kind of assuming that they would both have equal training, you know, maybe from similar masters or whatever. Who would be the stronger Who Jedi. would be, yeah. you know, if because Leia had a lot of shit going on that, well, they both did, to be honest. They And Luke started his training at, what, 2018 or what? Not 2018. 18 years old-ish. 2018 BBY. A couple years ago, he just started training. Um, it's two years in. You're doing great. So I guess my question is like, would would do you think they would be like equal opposites? 
do you think Leia would be stronger than the Force, and Luke would be like, let's let's get into this. Um, I, that's really hard what, to. What's your immediate thought, though? To say though, because you can't really change what their background is. You their background I mean? would would exist. Let's let's say that they both started training under Obi Wan. Let's set the let's set the setting, bruh. Eighteen years old, both of them, but they both grew up how we know. So yeah. she was a princess, he was a farm boy. Who do you think, in the end, would have become a stronger Jedi, and as stronger as from a certain point of view too? So let's break this down. Let's start with lightsaber. You have so much preface going on. To this There's a, well, I just want to I just want to set <laughs> set it up. And we'll go through like uh, yeah, you want to discuss powers. it in like different yeah. areas, yeah. like yeah, like pretend they're in a video game. Yeah. So who has better stats? Lightsaber wise, who do you think would be a better? Well, there's really pull... no way to know because if they both start from scratch, and they both start at the same time, there's really no way to know. It's whichever one of them decides to be more of a savage. And I'm just gonna pull from everywhere that we can. I just want to use everything that we've seen on screen, like in Episode Nine. We see Leia best Luke in that flashback training. Yeah. In with lightsaber. And that's assuming that he has had probably what 10 years of 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 more training than her? Well, he's the one training her. And he's and she's besting him. Yeah. Like I didn't show you that bitch. You can't do that. I can call my sister a bitch. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. The Alderaan guard showed me a thing or two. I kissed her first. <laughs> She's my sister. There's a deleted scene of them making out. Is there? Re- <laughs> in Hoth, I saw it. Inside Hoth. Like, they cave? kiss way more than that, yeah. Wow. Um, I don't know. Yeah, if she. I would say, based on the evidence that we have, she's definitely more level-headed than Luke. Well, so... Uh, she bests him in that flashback. I would say, yeah, if, like, if they were both together and Han and Obi-Wan picked them both up, and then Obi-Wan and then eventually Yoda started training both of them at the same time. I feel like, yeah, Leia would have ended up being stronger. Well, so let's let's pose this as like a versus, I guess. Somewhat similar training. Well, we saw and they're them going versus. and they're going at each other. Well, the the issue is the, the issue is with that flashback that he is training her. I think it was probably something along the lines of I'm only going to do this. Let's see if she can get past it. And right. she does. Right. So it's not like they're, they're fighting to the death. Cause I don't know. He pulls I, his visor up. He looks pretty stressed. Uh, oh, God. A girl beat me. <laughs> Who was born first? Leia? Uh, Luke, I think. I'm trying to remember what she says first when she births them on. I thought it was Leia, then Luke. Polis Masa. Luke. Luke's going to buy those droids. I think Luke's first. Yeah. I personally think Luke would be better with a lightsaber. I think sim- simply because he's a little more hands-on is what I'm getting to. He's a farm boy. You could tell he's done some like hunting in his life, bullseyeing womp rats, pest control. <laughs> but you know, you had to say it verbatim. But <laughs> bullseyeing womp rats and his T14 back home. He back would be home. great at lightsaber. No, no, bigger than a, a yard or a meter. What the fuck he says? <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that he might be, and he probably has a little uh, physically stronger. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on what form. <laughs> I, I feel like she would also be a little more defensive, and he would be a little more aggressive. I'm having trouble pitting them against each other because I think. They are great, um, what's the word? They're not opposites, but they're great compliments to each other. 
Like Leia is definitely more diplomatic. She can see like the bigger picture. She doesn't rush into battle mm-hmm. like a fuckhead like Luke does. She thinks about things. She has a longer term plan. She has like Palpatine level planning wisdom going on. And Luke definitely like, you know, likes to get shit done and he's very compassionate and he likes to do the right thing. So from a so, certain point so of like view, them fighting each other, I don't know. Like they both are like two halves of obviously two halves of Vader. So from a certain point of view, Luke's a little more Vaderish, run it well, Anakinish, run in and just fucking figure it out. Leia's a little more Palpatine, where she's gonna plan ahead and make sure she doesn't fucking lose. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Padme, since that's her mom. From a certain point of view, it's like with their actual <laughs> DNA in consideration. <laughs> yes, no, that, Palpatine I mean, and Anakin did not bang. I mean, they uh, that is a very I've never really thought about that. Uh, what do you even call that dichotomy? Where it is like a straight... That's the biggest word you've said on this show. Anakin goes straight into Luke. Yeah. Padme, <laughs> just the uh, just, the yeah, political yeah. and all the, the, yeah, the grand scheme of things. Well, you see that sometimes, like if there's... The a, calmness. Uh, if there's two siblings and two parents, and like the son acts exactly like the dad and the daughter acts exactly like the uh, mom. Yeah, I just... There's that something happens. in me that I, I feel likely. like... I feel like Leia has the ability to do... Anakin-like things. I feel like Luke does not have the ability to do Padme-like things. Luke, I feel like, is quite a bit more limited in his... I think he gets there by the end of Last Jedi, obviously. Last Jedi or uh, Return of the Jedi? Because he's quite composed-ish. Well, he knows what he needs to do by the end of Episode Six, and he does it. He doesn't strike down... Whoa! He doesn't strike down Sidious. I know we brought that up, but I, I, that's such an awesome thing. Strike me down. You'll become more powerful than blah, blah, blah. It's like, because I'm going to fucking take you over. I can't take over this crippled robot. Yeah, what am I going to do? <laughs> hey, what am I going to do? Hey, <laughs> come on. Hey. Dude, oh, what if, I know we're going off topic. What if Luke struck down Palpatine? Palpatine and all the Sith possessed Luke's body, mm-hmm. but they didn't kill Vader. Now is Luke training Vader? Because <laughs> like I still need some like assassin to go murder people for me, but I don't want your body because you're a robot. <laughs> but now that I'm all the Sith and Luke, I'm stronger than you, so I'm gonna train you. Yeah. Fuck. What a mind fuck. I need a. At one point, you were the father. Now I am the father. <laughs> Before you were the father, I was the father. Now you are the father. <laughs> no. Now we are the father. Could you imagine like Luke trying to punish his dad? You didn't. I told you, extra ketchup. It didn't show up with extra ketchup. What are you gonna? What are we gonna do? <laughs> it's a whole you, new training regimen. This is what I had to do on the farm. Now that's what F, you have to do. We're from the same planet. Yeah. I like I like my I like my cheese <laughs> from the the whale tits on. No. To answer your question, I think Leia and Luke are basically equal because at certain things Leia would win and at certain things Luke would win. So there you go. Shinobi says Palpatine and all the Sith in a body with Skywalker blood. Yeah. God status. Basically he Luke already basically hits God. They both kind of hit God status. Palpy and Luke in a legends form because they both do whatever the fuck they want. This all makes no sense. (laughs) Uh Oh, giant plot hole. When, Kylo shows up on Exegol. If Palpatine knows what is going to happen if somebody kills him in anger, he should have let Kylo just kill him. And then he could have He would have been just unstoppable. 
Son of Darkness with all of the Sith. I know. And Skywalker blood. Like, there's so much right there. And he's been trained as a Jedi and trained by Snoke. Like, I gotta say, it may not be the most elegant ending for a more civilized saga. But I like it a lot. Dude, the prequels... But there's so many things that are just like, uh, but really, but that isn't... But you couldn't... That isn't... But... That's how I felt. You know, the only reason we both of us enjoy this, this, the prequel so much is because we were so young. The way they covered up plot holes with just, like, characters was so weird when you look back at the prequels. Like, Grievous. Why did they even put fucking Grievous in there? Because he's a savage. I mean, I actually, I like the idea of Grievous. A droid general controlling the droid army. That sounds sweet. Yeah. They need a bad guy, like a throwaway bad guy. Oh, Shinobi said Kylo had no anger towards Palpatine. Uh, I would argue against that. So the ritual has to be based in anger? I mean, he wanted to kill him. I guess that does make sense. He was flying there to kill him. Uh, there's, I'm going to happily kill you, though. Well, that said, once Rey was not pissed at him anymore, couldn't she have just killed him in happiness? And not in anger. As long as you kill people with a lightsaber, just like slash him in happiness. He's very have, happy there. You gotta, you gotta have a smile. And brush with that Colgate before you slice me down. <laughs> Scope it out, bro. Seriously though, I feel like yeah, Kylo was kind of mad when he was there. He was there to kill him because it was a threat to Kylo. Is in power from a certain point of view, and then he finds out. Oh wait, there is this old evil power floating around. Well, fuck that. I'm going to kill him. And prove, right, he doesn't want any threats. Prove that I am the power. I guess that he wasn't angry in doing that, but still, I feel like it kind of would fit fit the ritual. Yeah, don't you think? I don't know. I just feel like he prepped so much. The Sith cult prepped so much, and they literally created Snoke to train Kylo up to a certain point, and he was ready. He killed Snoke. He proved he was good to go. He, he took down the entire, or he took control of the First Order. So if you come in and slice down Palpatine, and then the all the Sith absorb into your body, I feel like that would be unstoppable. Then he would have gotten a Darth name. That would have been fucking sweet. Mm. Darth Ren. Darth Ren. Lord Ren. Lord Renlo. Renlo. I don't know. Oh, I, uh, I just... So Shinobi's leaning on that anger. Strike me down in anger. So it has yeah, to be angry. Yeah, but he's truly making all of that up. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe him for a minute. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. I guess that just makes the thing, like, once Ray resolved her anger issues and was just, like, striking him down because he was evil and not because she was angry, she could have just done that with her lightsaber. She could have just been like, bop. It's so wishy-washy. Because <laughs> he's, like, helpless. He's on a crane. Bop. Done. <laughs> Which is why Palpy seemingly gets off on feeling Luke's anger. Yeah. I can feel your anger. Oh, yeah. He's all it's about it. grabbing my dick. <laughs> it's got it's that right style of anger. Strike it's, me down now. The, the galaxy has no chance. No chance at all. <laughs> um, that's. I mean, that's what I think. How did you feel about that boardroom... Crunch to the wall, choke throw. Great. I loved it. I did not like how dude said that it would increase their forces 10,000 fold. Yeah. It's like, how many things are on Exegol? Do you seriously you only have, have like, so many? Snoke had the biggest ship in the existence of the galaxy. 
Like that was the biggest ship that anyone's ever made. Were they down to one ship? No, I'm 10, just, I'm just, I'm just 10, saying. Ten thousand ships over there. <laughs> I'm just saying as an example. And they all have planet killing weapons. Of course they do. <sighs> that is the biggest downfall to the movie. I will wholeheartedly admit. Like it's, it's just them standing around and saying the plot out loud is the downfall of the movie. No, the fact that they, they do, do it like three times. The fact that they do have planet killing. So the other thing I have a question about is how does that one ship get away to blow up? Um, we already talked about this. Zori's. Because that's pride goes to join the First Order from Exegol in that Star Destroyer. So he's the only one that's left the planet. And he knows how to get there and get back. Okay. That's why they switched the navigation to his ship once they... Because he's already been out there. Because he already knows where he's going. Yeah. <sighs> kind of silly, but it is what it is. That's another, like... <sighs> you know, I know they all have planet-killing weapons. We've seen it fucking happen before. <laughs> A lot. They just didn't need to do that. They blew up so many fucking planets already. A Hosnian system was, what, six, seven planets? Alderaan's gone. Scarif, like, everything's been blown up. I know Scarif was just kind of a glazing, but did we seriously need Scarif to see... and Jeddah. Did we seriously need to see Pride ship go out, blow up, and then come back? I would have much preferred... I get the threat. I just think the planet killing weapon is like unnecessary. It would have been cool to see like an orbital bombardment. Like so they have terrorist like shit? yeah, like terrorists. Like there's just like five star destroyers and all just fucking slamming this planet with turbo lasers. Well, we see that with um what's his faces at the beginning of 8 with those boom boom and he blows up the the base that they're all getting away from right at the beginning. Yeah, the dreadnought. Yeah, there's more of those. Jesus. Just, more yeah, do more of those. What's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with planet killing weapons? <laughs> okay, here we did it. It's, it's official. Great sound design too. Those cannons. Fuck yeah. There was a lot in that move that I was like, wow. And the and the way they they pushed the force powers and the sounds like and even in the in like episode <laughs> seven when when he's trying to read the mind, you just hear you're just like what the fuck? Just is the happening? rumble. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You don't really get that a lot. I should sit down and watch Star Wars with my uh, surround sound headphones on. I've never done that before. And I haven't had like a sound system for a very long time. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear. I did, uh, you know, if, if Glass Armor goes to bed early and I'm up late, I'll put headphones on. And uh, I watched just a, this is a crazy off, off branching. I watched Inception for the first time. First time or like you rewatched it? No, first time. I watched, I saw it once, but I don't remember it. And I don't remember like having the same reactions everybody else had, obviously. Yeah. I mean, there's so many layers to it quite physically that it's hard to keep and up. mentally and spiritually. Mentally, yeah. But it was uh, the sound design of that movie. The, it, my point is, is like it, yeah. it makes a difference. You put some shit on, you're like, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah, for sure. It's coming from everywhere. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for his new movie, by the way, Christopher Nolan. Uh, Tenet, that one, where it yeah. looks like they're going through time to, like, he's seen a crime scene before it actually happens and stuff. Looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Do you end up seeing Uncut Gems at all? No, I haven't. I, I haven't, haven't seen 1917 yet. I know you saw that. That was good. I need to see that. It was yeah. Actually, it was really good. I, I, I kind of need do, to see like, it need to see 1917 in, in film. Yeah. Or in, in film. Yeah, you had to, to see watch it. Theaters. And if you can go to the Dolby one for $35, you should do that because it was really good. Why are the Knights of Rain on Exegol? Uh, they're probably guarding the chamber. Somebody fucks with his ritual. So we're assuming the Knights of Rain are Palpatines? 
Well, let's look it up. I thought that was weird because Ray shows up on Exegol, walks the right fuck in, and then when Ben shows up two minutes later, there's all of a sudden armed guards that were his brothers. Well, they were probably waiting for him back at the ship, and he showed up, and his scars healed, and they're like, bro, you look like a bitch. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Get that scar tattoo removed. I don't like it. There's 75 pages about the Knights of Ren and shit. <sighs> Welcome to Planet Killer Radio. Hmm. You do. Do you? The feel knights like- were gifted to Ben Solo by Snoke, who promised the fallen Jedi apprentice powerful followers if he proved worthy. That's all it says. Their background is being discussed in the comic book, but we don't know anything more than they're just like mysterious dark side users. That's all we really know. Do you think they're like uh? Like those, the Sith supporters, like they're an uh, built, like it's almost like an armed guard for all the Sith supporters that are on Exegol. They're like, all right, well, we'll, we'll at least gift him these five dudes from our. It seems like their origins were, they were a little more independent. Like they were all force sensitive like and they were dark side, but they didn't have uh, any formal training. So they were just savages and they were just trying to figure out the dark side like by themselves and they were just fucking things up. I don't know how. The, the question is, how did Snoke gift them to Kylo Ren? Like, did he come hey, in control of that? you're 19. Hey, here's your fucking shit. Hey. <laughs> Back in my day, we used to get laid, but here's just some six guys <laughs> that are going to follow you around. Eat. I used to get uh, birthday cards with uh, money in them, but you get six savages to follow <laughs> you around and not kill your enemies. Just kidnap them and then let them escape. Jesus, they are so useless. I know. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. You know, what if they were in a battlefront? That'd be cool. It's almost a huge letdown. Like, I'm glad they were in it. Actually, did they add anything? Would it have been that much different if instead of the Knights of Ren capturing Chewie, it was just armed guards from the First Order? They would have really meant there would have been no difference. They're yeah, walking but then they around. wouldn't have had it's, that cool shot of them standing on yeah, top of the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where Leo has has a sword, but he never slices anybody. I know. <laughs> he either has the sword knocked away from him or he's just doing jujitsu. He just uses the butt end of it to like poke people's <laughs> eyes and then laugh about it and skate he, away. Yeah, well, he has a sword to slice pizza. Come on. That's true. Useless. I would have rather had them do that. Like, <sighs> Yeah, the Knights of Render just like Boba Fett, basically. I bet they're going to end up doing some savage stuff in the comics. Stuff. Savage. Yeah, Yeah, savage. Sorry. Yeah, I just... I I am very happy with episode 9. I'm happy with the sequels. But uh, there's quite a few points that if you wanted to, which people have been, you you could tear it apart quite easily. Yeah, but you can do it with every Star Wars movie. What if Chewie had a K2SO slash Groot death? K2SO goes out saving, oh yeah, saving them and Groot, well, that's kind of what the they thing. they uh, well, he didn't go out saving them, but that's kind of what they tease is that he was captured and he was going to be out of the picture because of the first order. Joey, I would have been completely fine. I would have been completely fine with somehow Chewie did die, even if it was at Ray's hand doing that shit, but it was so sudden. That I'm glad they didn't do it that way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I'm okay with them killing him. I'm even okay with Ray killing him by accident, doing some crazy shit. 
But the timing, I guess... It of, was too uh, quick in the movie. Yeah, yeah, it was too quick in the movie, so... I'm glad he didn't die. It would have been nice to see a, a few more casualties. It was just Leia and Ben, right? In the entire movie? As far as the good side goes, right? Yeah, Palpy. Palpy. Good side. Yeah. From a certain point of view, he's great. Palpy. <laughs> Palpy, Vader, Masameta. How many people actually do? Well, we, we see a lot of people die in the uh, starships. Yeah, a lot of like just resistance people that we don't really know. But I'm just saying, like, Finn, Poe, and Ray have to survive. They're the main three. I get that. Chewie, I'm glad he's alive because I love Chewie, but it would have been. It would have made the ending a little more heroic if there was like another sacrifice along the way. Somebody like Chewie or Maz Kanata or something like that. I don't know. What if. Or one of the droids. What if. Like if R2 was, had gone out. What if like Lando and Chewie were on the Falcon? And I know this doesn't make sense plot wise, but they were trying to get away. They the Ray all the and the group the Fab Five or whatever the fuck they're called make a decision. Lando and Chewie are gonna go over there, recruit people. Mm-hmm. As they're taking off, Kylo reaches out and holds the fucking Falcon, and Ray's trying to push it away. And in doing that, she kills the fucking Falcon with Chewie and Lando. That would have been cool. Fuck. That would be cool. The fact that she held a ship and then they played tug of war and then she accidentally shocked it and blew it up was fucking crazy. It is. You know, that's a nice. Um, that's a fucking video game scene or a comic book scene. I never thought we'd see that on the movie. It was uh, it was a nice. It was a nice like surprise that wasn't. It didn't feel forced because uh, it's a force. But um, I don't know. Like, some things, they, they, it feels like there's some shock value, and that's the only reason they're doing it. Like, to kill Snoke. Sometimes it was just like, and kills this. You're like, okay. I don't know. I feel like that's different than Ray accidentally. I disagree with that. I would say it's more likely that the other way around, Ray shocking that ship and blowing it apart was more shock value than Snoke. Spark. Get it? Spark. <laughs> spark value. Spark value. Spark value. Yeah, the value supreme. Forced spark value. Yeah, I don't know. Star Wars, man. That is what it is. Yeah, Kylo and Rey. What? A dyad in the Force. Unseen for generations. That is unique. I'm glad they did that. Me too. It's really fucking cool. That's probably the... I think if I had to pick one thread or character or like plot or something out of the entire sequel trilogy that is the most badass i think it's that the fact that they have a force bond and the fact that it's that in depth that intense that they can hand things to each other through the force it's really cool really cool concept god that's crazy i mean they they took the the kotor thing and just fucking doubled their efforts <laughs> they did though like passing shit through the force is they quadrupled their efforts it's crazy. It would that would also make sense if the next movie trilogy they decide to do is Old Republic. That the fact that they introduced the dyad or like the idea of a dyad and then went back and did that with Bastil and Revan. Because general population that doesn't follow Star Wars like has probably has no idea about Kotor or the fact that there was a bond or any of that stuff happened. So it'd be nice to see that on screen and they've kind of prepped at least the uh, the relationship or the force power in the movie. Already. They've done it. 
So Shinobi says the Jedi had their chosen one prophecy and the Sith had theirs. Both misinterpreted it as well. Very cool and very poetic. It's like poetry. It's like they rhyme. Well, uh, their chosen ones were both Vader and they both fucked up. What? (laughs) Anakin was the chosen one for the, the Jedi. Yes. And from a certain point of view, he was the chosen one for the Sith too. He killed all the fucking Jedi. Yeah, Sidious can be all powerful and all fucking knowing, but he didn't do a goddamn thing, did he? He potentially killed Mace. We don't even know that he officially died. Palpatine did a bunch of shit. He did kill Kit and uh He did so many things. Name him. He took down the entire Jedi Order. Yeah, but he didn't. Vader did. Dude, please do not lessen what Palpatine did. Uh he didn't really do much. He rose from <laughs> Naboo to being the Supreme Chancellor. And yeah, then he turned but he the was Republic. voted on by a fucking rabbit. He got in power because of a Gungan. Dello Felagets. Dello Hooligans. He flipped the Republic into an empire that he controlled exclusively. I get it. He just didn't raise his lightsaber, but just once he didn't kill that many people. I think it's even more savage that he didn't kill it. I don't. I don't like seeing him fight in Clone Wars. If I'm going to be honest. Oh, I love it. Some of those fights are cool, but like it's like the Yoda thing. It's like Palpatine only almost has more mystique. Without having a lightsaber whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that in Battlefront, he doesn't have a lightsaber. It's just Force Lightning. I think it's fucking sweet. Oh, the prophecy of the Dyad. Two or one in the Force, which is closely tied to Bane's role of two. Yeah. Powerful light, powerful dark. Light side and dark side creates balance in the Force. Yeah, but all the dark side's gone. Man, every time. I don't think there's ever going to be a, a viewing of episode nine that I don't get goosebumps when Sidious looks up to the sky and does that little cocked fucking smile and then oh, you're like, oh, I can feel it in my loins. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. It's scary, man. So would you say uh, Ray is balance because she has dark side lineage, but she's a good person on the light side? Is that what balance is? No. She's good. Yeah, that's I think what they, I think too. I, I think they prove that bloodline doesn't mean shit. Well, I mean, regardless of the bloodline, I'm just saying some semblance of balance between light and dark. I think Ben and her are balanced. I don't think Ray herself is balanced. Right, but now that Ben's dead, the force is out of balance, wouldn't you say? So the saga's just going to keep going forever. That's, you know, that's that's what I was looking for like regardless of how they, you know, brought Palpatine back and had the fleet and all that shit. At the end of the day, like, there has to be some plausibility for the story to not can have to continue. Well, I mean, we see Broom Kid, like, he pulls the shit and he's like, well, I'm not but no, talking but, about think, force but think users. About it. Well, it's good and, and bad people, whether they have f- force sensitivity or not. They should have ended with someone like, wa- like waking up in the middle of the night and jamming their toe and then Sith eyes. Stubbing her toe on a goddamn dresser. What I'm trying to get at is once Ray, you know, uh, fig- figures all this shit out and crafts a new lightsaber and decides that she's Ray Skywalker, like, the story just isn't over. She's not just going to chill. There's still darkness out there. So she stuff still does is never the- in balance. So, like, it's never going to truly, truly end. You know what's nice? Which is, I guess it is, is the point because they can just keep making movies. You know what's really, really nice? That it is... At the end of episode nine, it is truly a hard reset. There are no more Jedi. I can't. You can argue that Rey really is hardly a Jedi. No, I know, and I like. And that. the Sith are truly, even though she says she's all the Jedi. 
Yeah. But the Sith are truly gone. So Rey is all not, the Jedi, and the, all the Sith are gone. So it's totally out of balance. It's a monopoly. <laughs> monopoly on the Force. That's the thing. Like, And I love, you know, it's Star Wars. It's a movie. It's got to have a happy ending. It's got to be, you know, good guys. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, you know, you spent six movies talking about balance. And then you spent three removing the balance. And now it's just Rey and her yellow lightsaber. Isn't it funny that everybody strives for balance when that's basically impossible? From any point of view, like from a Jedi's, name one time that it from everybody's point of view, there's balance. There hasn't been in the saga. I'm not saying that's impossible though. I would truly say it's impossible. We haven't seen it happen. It's truly impossible. I would say just general ass people going about their every day, and some people are pissed off, and they're pirates or whatever, and then people have to stop them, and then things go back to balance. So no force sensitives. I think it's just when well there could be force sensitives. Then there's not balance. It's just Sith building power for a thousand years and taking over the galaxy is totally out of balance. So every time someone gets punched in the head, an angel gets wings. There's balance. If Yeah, from a certain point of view. <laughs> if that's the way you want to look at it. I'm just saying, like, if there, that's, that's where you're trying to get to true balance is that there are pissed off people, but there are the exact amount of good people doing good things at the same time. Yes. To, but that's impossible. Right. So the strive- Hence, they can always make Star Wars movies forever. Yeah. Right. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. There's no more Skywalkers. Balance is restored. Well, same thing's going to happen <laughs> in Marvel. Like, Thanos is gone. That threat's gone. But it's not like everything's just happy forever. There's going to be new threats. So it's never going to yeah, end. Yeah, well, the, the, the core of Star Wars is human emotion. You know, there's always going to be pissed off people. There's always going to be jealousy and, and core human emotions so it's impossible to have balance yeah it's just yeah like you said forever star wars just put lightsabers in people's hands and they'll figure it out also creating an entire religious code that forces you to ignore all of those emotions is probably the easiest way to get out of balance so not restoring the jedi order is a good thing all all i was going for in that conversation was to say like all the balancing that they talked about in the first eight movies, they we didn't leave they didn't leave us in balance. The dyad, which was dark and light, first went all light side and now is half gone. It's dead. Ben's gone. Well, so and all the Sith are gone. So we're totally light side skewed. Well, we went totally light side, episode one. So there's a Sith now. Now there's a couple Sith. Now all the Jedi die. Now that's all. Sith. Dark side. Now, yeah. now all the Sith are gone. Now the good guys won, but it's not quite perfect. It's just been a complete circle. Of... That's what I mean. We can just do another nine movies. <laughs> but Solo. That's why I like Solo fun, so much. Wouldn't it be fun to see a young Luke series on? on uh... It'd be iffy, but the fact that they did Solo so well, yeah, I would say yes be fun and it would be also really cool for him to like start noticing that he's a little special like but keeping it to himself because he doesn't know how else to or maybe oh, he you're hears... talking pre a new hope i thought you meant like in between jedi and force awakens yeah i guess that's not young luke that's what i thought you meant um travis dunn says ray's ability to use both sides of the force shows that she was one to bring balance to the force i don't uh, i guess yes yeah, she uses force lightning but I don't know. There, I mean, it's a good... 
The fact thought. that she knows five light side powers and five dark side powers, I don't think that's balance, you know? On In a video game, it would be. If only Star Wars was a video game. Wasn't that one Empire Strikes? None of them are good. None of them. <laughs> Truly none of them. Um, we could forever sit here and argue balance, force, bad people, good people. Oh, that's from why, a certain point of that's view. That's why it's the best saga ever. Uh, we were supposed to get an announcement of the next movie and director in January, but that didn't happen. At least not that I know of. So I guess we'll have to save that for the next episode. Yeah, I mean, I'm no longer a Star Wars fan. so um, I plan on personally downloading the Battlefront update and screwing around with that. So hopefully we can discuss that by the next episode. Um, hope that news gets released. And then we're leading towards the Clone Wars, which is... Let me next month. Or this month. No, it's this month, but... Clone Wars Season 7. Oh, did you also notice that Rey tells Finn that she's had a vision of the Sith throne and on the throne she says, uh, and you know who was on the throne and he says, Ren? And me. And me. Yeah, it's both of them. That was in the concept art. It looked fucking badass. So what are we suggesting? They were, they're the perfect balance. That's what I mean. They're the dyad. They're dark and light. At least that's what I thought. Uh, February 17th, by the way, for Clone Wars Season 7. A couple weeks. couple weeks. And away. I'm assuming, I haven't looked, but I'm assuming they're going to do it um, one episode per week like they did with Mando. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for it. I have my reservations. It's a, it's a cartoon. Sorry. Um, some more symmetry, poetry, rhymes. Um, so after Rey heals the snake, it goes away, doesn't eat him. She talks to BB-8 and says, I transferred a little bit of life force for myself to the thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The very next scene, they go on to that Jedi killers the, with the thing, and BB-8 himself plugs in and transfers a bit of life force battery into, into Dio. Dio. Yeah. And I'm like, Nice. That's God awesome. I never it. caught that. It's so slight. This is... Like, he just learned this power from her. And he's right. like, oh, this is what Ray did. Boop. Now you're here. Yeah, that's, I love BB-8. Yeah, there's always, there's so much good. I got to just, every, I mean, whatever. I'm not going to not complain about it because after I watch a movie 47 times, there's going to be things that I'm annoyed about. But just have to remember, there's so much good stuff like that that you just, there's more to pick up on every time you see it. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite things was on Kijimi, which, goddamn, I still, why did they blow it up? Um, but the Poe and Zori, Zori, Zori uh, Bliss, yes. Uh, conversations on Kajimi, I felt were some of the most dire and heavy conversations because they're actively watching a raid from at night, watching people die, like hiding. Those new walkers are having, sweet too. Yeah, having conversations about how to get out and yeah. like this is not working. We need to leave. Like, come with me. This is fucked. Uh, it's just it feels like. That's what the original trilogy didn't hit for me. That there was... We're just... It gets back to the happy dancing. I finally felt like... They just like, start by being good guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Um, and it is nice that we have a stormtrooper, a scavenger, and a fucking spice runner. And not just... Uh, Han felt like the only one that had like slightly... Yeah. You know, iffy uh, history. But he could... You could tell that he was jaded... Not a he wasn't a bad person. He was just jaded by society, and right. you know he started on a shit in a shit situation, made the best of it. Yeah. 
Um, but also meeting Leia makes him remember um, Enfys Nest and the whole situation that happened with like the very start of the rebellion in Solo, which we now know is what he experienced. Wait, say that again. Like he knows about the rebellion. Yeah, because he was a coaxium part of it. Like and the very Nest. He didn't mean to be a part of it. Yeah. And he keeps thinking that he has to be a bad guy because he came from Corellia. But then when he meets Leia and they talk about the rebellion and he gets caught up in all that, he's just kind of circling back on what started in Solo. Well, I think uh, Han is kind of the representation of what everybody's ideals are of the rebellion and the Jedi, where, or of, of a grand scheme of things. Like, what I do doesn't matter, but Princess Leia actually says, you know, no, what you do makes a difference, and this is how it makes a difference. Those, that coaxium that you did in the, uh, the, the, the your solo yeah, movie. The Guardians, right? Yeah, it makes a huge difference, <laughs> and it all adds up. So it is. It's nice, but getting back to Kajimi, I, th I think it's also sorry to cut you off. I think it's also just storytelling methods. Like back in the seventies, it was very much good guys, bad guys. There you go. It's a movie. Mm -hmm. Now lines are getting way more blurred. Like you watch something like The Joker. Yeah, the lines are way more blurred, and there's more nuance, and they're able to do that now. I think. I think it's just twenty nineteen's version of good guys and bad guys. Well. You so like which is episode good because it's more true like episode four the only reason the empire is like at tatooine is because the, the droids land on tatooine i feel like they're so far out yeah. that there's no reason for luke to even hate the empire in fact he was gonna fucking join them right. going to the, the academy next year right like he doesn't know any better until he gets thrown into it, and that's kind of the the mindset of everybody. Well, like, then his aunt and uncle get people, burned to a crisp, yeah. People way the fuck over there are fighting over stupid shit. All I know is moisture, bitch, and mm -hmm. and and womp rats. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. I'm not affected by Darth Vader or any of it. Like I hear stories, but on a day to day basis, nothing changes in my life. And he, which is weird because. He's going to join the Academy. 20 minutes later, I hate the Empire, you know it. And he's telling Obi-Wan, you're like, wait a fucking hold on a minute. Right, right. Parsecs fuck. And then he just goes through and joins them and gets in the X-Wing and blows up the Death Star. Like, they don't, there's no moment where Luke gets to explain how he's feeling. Like, obviously, he's mad that Obi-Wan died. But like, there's no conversation of, like, they killed my aunt and uncle and then they killed Obi-Wan. I'm going to go fuck them up. Like, they deserve it. Like, I want to get my revenge. Yeah. He doesn't have that moment. It's just kind of like... Well, the plot, he, now he just goes to the X-Wing. That's part of the script. Yeah. That's what, I'm I'm, that's gonna, what I'm missing. You I'm, know? I'm not going to hold anything against the original trilogy. I mean, that's oh, I hate it. 40-some 40, 40 years ago now. But, yeah, things evolve, man. Oh, it's 40th anniversary of uh, Empire this year. I wonder if we'll get anything special. No, we won't. Maybe. Deleted scenes? The tongue kiss in the ice cave. Between Luke I and Leia. I saw somebody share that on Twitter. They're like fucking making out. <laughs> Jesus. Could be wrong. Uh, celebration? Celebration was in August. Yep. In Anaheim. We got a ways of... I better like start looking at flights and shit. I'm not driving. <laughs> to Anaheim? No, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it. Yeah, we should probably look at flights here pretty soon. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I, I just, I really truly feel like it's just been a send-off. We're floating away on the ship in the Star Wars, the, 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 the Skywalker saga. I don't know where we're going, but we're just kind of sent off. Kind of Arya, she, you just board, board her ship and there we go. And We're going to get into the Unknown Regions. 
and we're going to discover that there's an entire other fucking galaxy. That would be nice to just, there's another galaxy. Find a, find a Mass Effect relay. Fuck yeah. Shepard. That's, that's, we get a radio signal and just <laughs> Shepard. What? Shepard by the Alliance. Could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be so cool. Just crossover. Those, yeah. 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 They use the force too, it's just called biotics. See, that's the cool shit, man. It really is. It's got so like from a cer- from a certain point of view, we have wizards here. They the only way they know how to control the force is the way they do. They they yeah. close their eyes and they think real hard. Over here we have, have just with their hands. We have tech that goes on your arm that controls it yourself and amplifies it. Right. And you can do different stuff with it. You don't even have to be that strong because it amplifies it. Amplifies. Just saying. Sound like that red eyes commercial. Huh? Amplifies. Sorry. I'm making stuff up now. Um, I would support a crossover. You know how pissed everybody would be? Everyone's pissed all the time anyways. Just do what the fuck you want, Disney. There is, there is no true balance. Everyone is mad. Actually, there is. 50% of people are mad. <laughs> it's pretty balanced. No, I think, honestly, I'm just kind of just getting sick of being in fandoms in general. <laughs> like, yeah. everyone's so angry. Yeah, it's um, all right. Yeah, just do whatever you want. Another uh, cool rhyme. Between the movies that I noticed is the uh, is the idea of it's forever, infinite list. <laughs> In episode six, remember Brother the Ewoks? Two. Remember the Ewoks? I do, the furry ones. The fact that mechanical warfare still has its large advantages against their lasers is so cool. Mechanical warfare? Talk just like speeders and lightsabers and blasters when they get on the fucking horses and they're and the and pride goes just shut the speeders down and it's like oh we yeah we fucking yeah. can't because they're not on you em. started talking about Ewoks I don't know what the fuck you're talking well that's about. I'm just saying like the I, I don't even know how else to say it. mechanical warfare like it's sticks and and shit and horses <laughs> it's not mechanical in any way <laughs> well yeah horse warfare horse warfare is what you're going for warfare. <laughs> The whore fair. Thoroughbred. I'm just picturing a fair, like a fairground of whores. A whore fair. About to go to battle. <laughs> but uh, everything's assless chaps. <laughs> I got it. I've been there before. Yep, I was there. Yeah. County fair. Yeah, I just, it, it's cool. I do like, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I and it's like the that. smallest integration because this is a large uh, tech-oriented uh, galaxy. And the fact that they're... Having a horse stampede on the, um, on top of a star destroyer is fucking sweet. That's also very cringy. I'm not gonna lie, but really, I love that they did it because of the rhyme. But I was like, Ooh, why don't you just fucking go like that? What? Just flip the ship up, upside down. I have a question about this. Ships have their own gravity, right? Now, is that when they're in, if like if you're inside a ship, and the ship flips around? You don't like fall over the fucking ship, right? You're just planted. You're sitting, sitting, sitting down, right? It's normal, yeah. Gravity. I would assume like the gravity well would be at the bottom, bottom of the ship. So you, everybody's pulled towards that point. So even if you're upside down, you're still po- pulled towards that center, center of gravity. That's what I assume. But then some shots, when the Falcon like just flips and turns, everybody's like, oh boy. So like, is it different if you're in space or if you're in atmosphere? Maybe the Falcon so maybe doesn't have a gravity thing. No, I think it does. Because they all have fucking 
Dude, Han is fucking with a hydro spanner working on the engine <laughs> as the Falcon is doing the fucking craziest maneuvers you've ever seen. And he's just like tinkering away. Well, you would think you're just floating in space without any type of gravity. You wouldn't like be pulled any which way. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer. I've never you been probably to space. shouldn't overthink it. It's space fantasy. What I was going to say is the Star Destroyer can't do that because it's in atmosphere. So the gravity well doesn't work. I was in my head. I was thinking that the gravity well only works when you're in space. So if you're in the atmosphere, you're using the atmosphere of the planet yeah, that you're flip in. Flip over and it'll fall towards the atmosphere. Well, then everybody on the ship would fucking fall over. They do all fall because when Balby does his lightning, they all fucking fall. But they wouldn't purposely flip the ship 180 degrees. Everyone in the ship and all the fucking speeders yeah, you and everything. Yeah, you would just fall to the oh ceiling. You would just fall to the closest I'm ceiling. I'm having conversations about this. The anymore. droids are flying it. No physics in Star Wars. <laughs> no. It's not a real thing. Shinobi said, I zoned out for about five minutes. All I heard was Ewoks and assless chaps. That's basically all we talked about the whole episode, so you haven't missed anything. What kind of giblets do I need to Ewoks? Eat. I need okay. to eat <laughs> before we talk about assless chaps. Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Twin Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you. Good to be back. Um, on camera. I'm working on trying to get some more guests on. I like when we have other people to bounce shit off of, uh, different points of view. I do, but it's really hard to have guests when they're not in person. True. Fuck it's, it's tough. I'm not saying fuck them. I'm just saying it's difficult. So they, we got to be uh, particular. Particular sense. Yeah. That's it. I'm Mopar. Droids. Battlefront time. It's loaded up. Well, it's only five where you are, bro. I got to go to sleep. We got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm seriously, I haven't eaten. Um, I would love to. I'm going to fire it up just to update it. So if I get the itch to play, maybe we'll see. You might see me online. I don't know. Yeah. Otherwise, the rest of you can. Uh, what are you playing? Catch us next. Skyrim and <laughs> Battlefront. Skyrim That's all I've been playing for like three years. It's true. Bye. We did, we did the Fallen Order for a half week. Jacks. Right. We're recording the podcast. Travis Dunn's live with us. What's up, bitch? Travis Dunn. Hey, man. We're recording it. What the hell are you doing right now, man? <laughs> <laughs>